0: And then they decided not to let Russ try to get five yards. Yeah, they took him off the burner and let him cook. Yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb.
1: You gotta be kidding me. He's like, I just came from this bullshit. Will you guys not trust me? Like, what the fuck are <laughs> you right. doing?
2: Hey, yo, we are Fantasy on Draft. I'm your host, NMFL, hosting with me today, Maddie Saddy. What up, Matt? I am exhausted from week one. And me too. (laughs) Joe Griff. Joe Griff's back with us this week. How you doing? I'm good. I'm invigorated from week one, but (laughs) exhausted from today. So we'll balance out. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) What a week of football, huh? Oh man, it was a lot of fun. Did there seem to be more upsets or at least games that stayed close or
1: is that just me? It was just must-see TV, I swear. Like I was just on Red Zone and I think
0: the guy was having like an aneurysm going back between the games. It was so much fun to watch. Yeah, I think there was a ton. There was so many home underdogs that ended up making it happen, and teams we thought were trash that got a win and awesome. Both Super Bowl teams lost. That's
1: fantastic.
2: Yeah, I went a solid seven and four in my fantasy leagues in week one, <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a dynasty league that's in an I awful th- rebuild.
1: I thought you were gonna say pick 'em. I was like, yeah, seven and four. All right, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> no <don't have> dynasty
2: <laughs> leagues. but one's in an awful rebuild that i'm actively trying to lose so i feel like i was eight and three there you go yeah (laughs) it was a win
0: how'd you guys do Uh, i I, was good my three leagues that i I truly care about i I won and then my, my work league that's kind of you know whatever i i lost so i'm i'm happy I went three and four, and I lost a nail-biter with, free, with you on Monday
1: night. Which, yeah, that one got close. Yeah, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, and they just started giving them the ball like constantly towards the end, so I knew I wasn't going to win that one. But, um, yeah, I think the others were dicey that were definitely rebuilds. But the big
2: league, I won, and that's... I got blown out in that league. Mm. In the the one that you were talking about, the Monday night one, where we were going head-to-head. I had Melvin Gordon, and he promptly fumbled the goal line. Right out of the gate. Um, a few plays later dk fumbled and i had uh denver's defense so i got two points for that and then javante williams who i also was playing ran down and fumbled so it was a fumble 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 for me
1: oh man cool. <laughs> at least you didn't have a kicker in the uh, steelers Bengals game
2: yeah yeah we'll get to that <laughs> just to get it out of the way real quick we are on spotify we're on soundcloud apple podcast we would love to have you Follow us, rate us, review us. It drastically helps people find our show when they search for us. We have a Facebook page. We're at Fantasy on Draft Podcast. We have a Bad Fantasy Football Trades page on Facebook that is a fun place to post bad trades that people offer you or that you see go down in your league. I had one today, but I was actually the winner of that, so I'm really happy with that. You didn't even seem like you had to finagle that trade. It just kind of happened real quick. Yeah, you just need to send a Tennessee Titan to a Tennessee Titan fan, and they'll go for it. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Easy. (laughs) We're also on Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash fantasy on draft, and that's D-R-A-U-G-H-T. Check us out there. Patreon is a place that you can help support the show financially if you'd like. For as little as a dollar an episode, you can help support us and keep this podcast running, keep us talking to you each week. Even a dollar an episode helps us out, helps for the cost of running and putting out a podcast. There's also perks, including mock drafts, rookie rankings, and our Discord channel that we definitely need to be more active in for start sits this next week coming up. People that are Patreon groups, we'd love to hear your your start sit questions for week two. Get that going. For today's episode, we're going to talk a little NFL news and injuries. Our six-pack of the week will be about overreactions and We'll talk about players for week two and we'll finish with a drunken trade because why not? First, let's get into our beer of the day. Joe, you want to hit us up?
0: Yeah, let's do it. So, we have uh, from Liquid Gravity, we have the Mo Diggity. It is a double dry hopped West Coast IPA coming in at six and a half percent. These guys, Liquid Gravity out of San Luis Obispo here in California. I think they've been putting out great stuff lately. Um, For real. Yeah, this one on the can. Mo Diggity is a double dry hopped West Coast IPA brewed with 100% mosaic hops. The malt bill on this is new school IPA is very simple, allowing the bright, vibrant character of the mosaic hops to shine through. The aroma is a candied orange and passion fruit with a touch of classic dankness. The body is soft and smooth with the gentle sweetness that helps carry the citrusy tropical hops all the way through before finishing dry and crisp. Matt, is that what you got? I definitely got the crisp and the dry. It is absolutely
1: very, very crisp. Um, and the mosaic hops are definitely there. Uh, it's, I really like uh, liquid gravity. They're, I and mean, a lot of their beers we've been getting a lot lately it seems like they're expanding yeah. and just they keep turning out stuff like crazy. This one I'm not a big fan of. I'm gonna give it a six flat. And I think it's because it's so dry and so crisp. Uh, I like the refreshing kind of IPAs. Um, and this isn't a bad beer in general, it's just my own crap palate. But it's, uh, I don't know if I'd go out and seek this one. If it was on tap somewhere and I wanna give another whirl, I might. But as of like right now, it's just, yeah, it's like six flat. Not bad, not great.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that the the softness that they talk about is a little too soft for me. I like a more punchy in the mouth. I talk about it every week, I feel <laughs> like. So it's a little, it is a little soft for me. It also had, but it had all the words that I like. And then when I saw it was six and a half percent, I just expected it to be more. But I, I also, I just expect a little bit more from a double. They have a a, the liquid gravity has a magnum psi um, ipa they put out and that's like the best beer i've had this year so every time i see them i'm like oh this here we go this is going to be great and it's good it's fine i'll drink it no problem you definitely get some of the some of the hops and the, the citrus that it was talking about and the dry hop gives it a little bit more nose but it's definitely not my sa- my favorite i'm at it probably like a 6.3
0: all right, well, I'm going to I'm gonna come in higher than both of you guys. And I think it's probably a lot because Mosaic is just my favorite hop. I just love it. You know, Mosaic Promise from Founders a while ago. I remember I found that. I was like, damn, like, okay, I know I like Mosaic. And I've gravitated toward the Mosaic. So for me, like, this reading this description, I would not have been able to do this on my own. But as I was reading it, I was like, God, that is yes. Yep, 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 yep. That's what check, I like. check, check. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So I couldn't have done it, but I feel like it's perfectly described. And this is one of those beers I feel like I would sit down football Sunday and crush six and be like, oh, crap, it's
2: halftime, you
0: know. So I, I like it. I'm going to go in at a seven. Um, it, yeah,
2: it doesn't have a bunch of the other stuff that some beers do, but it's delightful for me. Yeah, I just took another reset, but the drinkability is huge on it. I mean, you could, like you said, you could drink this during a game all day. Yeah, exactly. Halftime, you're like, oh, geez. And then that six and a half would sneak up (laughs) on you. So, yeah, the drinkability is is definitely there for sure. I mean, we have Joe on record. He
1: said he is going to drink six before halftime on Sunday. I just got to find six. I'll do it. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Blue Oval Liquors on Mangrove. Hashtag not a sponsor, but they (laughs) they got really good beer. That's nice. a cool spot, too, man. That's where that
1: popped up right there. That's a perfect place because you got Mangrove Bottle Shop down the way, but it's cool. That's kind of right before you get to downtown, right out. And they have a huge selection, too. Yeah. Has- Chico- hashtag still not
2: sponsored. sponsor. Chico Peeps, um, new liquor store where the Cash and Carry is in that little shopping center. Blue Oval Liquors has a ton of good beer. Really good stuff. Lots of hen house, lots of revision, lots of liquid gravity. Good stuff.
1: in the biggest parking lot in Chico. It's <laughs> massive.
2: hashtag still not a sponsor. <laughs> hashtag should be a sponsor. <laughs> uh question of the day. How do you guys prefer to handle waivers? Joe, what's your preferred way for your league to do do waivers? A fab, and it's not even close. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on this. It's definitely fab. Uh, I did think about this. I was talking to someone the other day at work about it. And I think if it's a new league with a bunch of newer people, I kind of like the lowest priority because it evens it out a little bit for people that are learning, but right. people that are seasoned in fantasy. I think it's gotta be fab. And that's the only way, especially when you're able to trade it too. I love trading fab money when you're just like, we're so close. It's like, eh, what about 20 bucks? It's like, Oh, all right. I'm in <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. so
2: fab for sure. Yeah. Fab for me for sure too. I, I just think sometimes even when it is the new people, when, if, if they even if they don't fully know what they're doing, they're like, all right, I need a kicker this week. I'm going to boom, use my waiver priority. They get a kicker and they lose it on, you know, somebody that could have been picked up. I think fab is the way. Um, also, do you like daily, like every day you have to use fab or do you like the weekly where just after games that like Tuesday night you have to use fab and then after that free to pick up? I'm a fan of the
1: weekly. I like the week. I like it builds up. It gives you time because, I mean, there's a lot of news that comes out during the week, especially the practices, who's hurt, who isn't. So I like it that all goes through. One day, you know what's going on, and I think more information comes out, and that's kind of the way I like it. Every day, you could be, hey, this guy's a starter. Actually, this other guy's hamstring's healed.
2: That's why I like it daily because I want if the news comes out at you know 4 p.m. on a day, I want everybody to have access to that guy instead of just the guy who happens to be there on their phone that gets the alert and happens to have the Tuesday o- or, a, you know, Thursday off. It's like, oh, I'll scoop that guy up. So I personally like daily where every day you got to put fab in. I'm incredibly eccentric. So that's why I like it because I'm just there, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get him.
1: No, I'm not. I'm going to get him. I'm going to do it up the waiver, lower the waiver. So that's why. I kinda what like, about you, Joe?
0: Yeah, I, I, I lean toward daily during the season. Um. You know, weekly works. I, I'm totally used to that. I'm down with it, and it can be a lot for daily. Um, so I I don't, I like in the off season for it to be daily because there's not a ton of news, and if you just happen to be tinkering, you're like, ah, maybe I'll pick this guy up. You don't have to wait. You know, you just get him that day.
2: Um, during the season, weekly is fine, but, um, yeah, I, I, I could go either way. For most of the leagues that I commission, at least the dynasty leagues, we do daily, and then during the season, Sundays, you can pick up for free all day. Just in case something happens and somebody gets injured, or you know, somebody sits last minute, you can go on and, and just pick somebody up and not have to worry about the waiver priority. But that's that's usually how I do it. That yeah. is a huge advantage. I do like yeah. that. All right, let's jump into some NFL news and notes. Quite a lot of stuff going on, but first, Denver Broncos um, right. tried to kick a sixty-four-yard field goal on fourth and five with a minute, right? They had well, I guess not when they kicked it, but when they right. when they got to fourth and five, they had a minute to go. And instead of letting their new 250 million dollar quarterback go for it, they hustled the kicker out and missed it. There was such a weird situation
1: too because just before that they let the time burn off. And then with fourth and five, you think even if you know you're going to kick it, let Russ go to the line and try to get him to jump. It's a free like that would be fantastic, but they went out there and like all right, I guess we're just going to kick it. Like, it just seems so strange to me. I did the
2: whole, it was a mismanagement. I mean, I, I was blown away by the whole thing. I was watching the Peyton and Eli, uh, Monday night cast. I should have been. And Peyton was losing his mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was just like, all right, E, yep. They're just going to run out there and try to get him to jump off sides. All right. I don't know. E. what are they doing here? They're running the kicker out. I don't know. E. Oh man, this is the wrong call completely. <laughs> yeah, it was. Right. What are they doing to my team? That <laughs> yeah, was shocking yeah yeah it was it just seems like with that much time i feel like um, aren't i know fourth and five the odds aren't good for that but i mean what are the odds for a 64 yarder that's happened one time in the nfl in how many years 100 years yeah exactly it's so rare and i mean if there's someone you want out there, there's like three he has there's like
1: three quarterbacks that you want to in that situation and russell wilson's two minute drill is second to none the guys have stud when it's two minutes left so you think you just let it go. Like, I don't understand it. It was a just bad play calling. And, but you know what? I really glad Geno Smith won. I, I just like the, when the dark horse wins, you know, everyone's talking about Russell Wilson. They just basically gave up on the Seahawks. Like, there's no way. And you know, I said the same thing. I just, I was like, yeah, I wrote him off immediately. I think I said it last week on the podcast, I was like, oh, this is going to be a blowout. This is gonna be real bad. And then after like, you know, the first quarter you're watching it like, um, well, Gino looks really good. <laughs> this, is, this might
2: be a lot of fun. So I was happy for him. What did Gino say? They said something about, oh, yeah, they wrote you off. He said, well, I didn't write back. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Fantastic. Um, Josh Allen is a stud. True. That uh, that Thursday night game, he showed why he's QB1 right now. I mean, that was unreal. For the foreseeable future, too. It's not even close. Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, studs. Both those guys were huge. Yep. Balled out. Did really well what happened to cam akers so is he hurt i heard he's still
1: not 100% and that's why McVay didn't like run him out there he's like we're gonna we're, he was going to They ran him out in the playoffs they ran, Yeah. know yeah.
0: it would have had to be something new or reaggravation because... something
1: yeah i could have sworn they said he, there is something he's battling that's why I'm like oh we're just going to give it to henderson you know so many yeah. times but i mean i started cam and there was nothing in the news about you know him being possibly
2: injured so i started him along with a ton of other people yeah I, in our our big league i went up against him and he posted a zero and I still got blown out. So I don't know what's going on there.
1: <laughs> it, I mean, it's super interesting because we use a sleeper app and it shows how many people start him. And it was, I think, like 92%. It was a most. And so 92% of people who have him were just like, oh, okay, cool. I just lost an RB one for the day. And it's a bummer. We, I want to see him play just in generally so much, uh, so much entertainment. But that was super strange. And Daryl Henderson still pretty
2: decent. Yeah. 13 carries, 47 yards, five receptions, 26 yards. Um, I like Daryl Henderson. I have some shares of him. Sorry, I hope he keeps running away with it. Yeah, yeah. he looked good. Um, Bengals versus Steelers, kickers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that. When it hit the field goal post, I mean, it just Doink. was the loudest thing. Like I was like, they have mics in those, right? Like high definition Dolby Atmos mics in the uh, in they the because it's so loud when it hits. And that was just a
0: crazy game. I think so we picked up. the perfect year to finally off kickers in all our leagues. Yeah, because we're like that week one, we're like, oh yeah, okay, that was yeah, that was a good time yeah. to get rid of them.
1: Oh my goodness, that. But I mean, just. The, uh, the Bengals playing like they did. They didn't look good. Joe Burrow did not look good. And even when he had time in the pocket, too, like Steelers aren't exactly a powerhouse, but they he had plenty of time in the pocket, and he was missing guys by yards. It was Hopefully he bounces back, but that was really
2: strange. I did like to see how much he was forcing the ball to chase. I oh. mean, that was after T. Higgins went out with yeah. a concussion, but... He was forcing it down there, especially down by the goal line and stuff. So I like that. Yeah,
1: he went back to what he knew and what helps him win when they started struggling, too. He's like, I'm going to get Jamar. Like, that's that's the plan
0: right now.
2: Joe, you just um, made a trade for I did. I so-
0: went and got Mixon. Love uh, it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about Mixon. I think he's you know just real solid. That offense is going to be OK, even if they're not hitting on all cylinders now, and he'll get plenty of work. Um, that trade, yeah, I gave up um, two firsts a 23 and a 24 for Mixon a 23 third and a 24 second. Um, so yeah, I was in a league where I was kind of deciding whether to rebuild or go for it. And my team's looking good. Some of those question marks, the older guys, Michael Thomas, Juju are looking good. So I'm like, let's go, let's go make a run. Yep. Uh, another thing,
1: another thing, I don't know if you guys caught this towards the end. P Ryan was getting a lot of the check down passes when they were trying to come back. And I thought that was actually really surprising because Mixon's great pass catcher he's i mean in the flat he's fantastic and he wasn't hurt so i think i don't know if it was like a change of pace or what was going on but they swapped him out pretty quickly and p ryan didn't have a bad game he wasn't doing poor but i
2: was like well you have a pro bowler you know behind him i'm kind of surprised you switched it up yeah i didn't i didn't notice that i wasn't watching the actual end of the game but um i did hear that p ryan actually had a decent game so he we'll good. see i mean it's still gonna be mixing all the time oh from, for sure game, I, so. I, that was more like a play calling like i was just like that's interesting uh, Miami whooped up on the Patriots, which makes Tua four zero versus Bill Belichick. A Didn't must it? start against the Patriots, <laughs> always, <laughs> always. But it looked good. It looked like I mean, he, there was a couple that he threw to Tyreek, where Tyreek had to almost go up and steal yeah. the ball. <laughs> yeah, right. which isn't the greatest. But Waddle had a good game. I mean, he had a long, a long one, which, he bomb, which helped. Yeah. But um, and the Patriots just looked bad. They they Not, are bad. Yeah. 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 The, they,
1: they run four different running backs out there. They couldn't figure out who they wanted to be in the backfield. The play, or They just
2: didn't seem in sync at all. And uh, what's the running back that used to uh, – the running back, the pass catcher, he got hurt. Uh, the, Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery, he went on IR. So Damn. now they're not going to run him out there, which I guess helps a little bit if you got Ramondre. Or, right. But. Yeah. But, yeah. But they were not in sync. They did not look good at all. And, yeah, it, it was not good. <laughs> The whole game was boring
1: actually. I watched most of it.
2: Forty diners got embarrassed in Chicago. It was a monsoon. Yeah, that was wild. I don't think I've seen a game like that in a long time. Yeah, that was
1: terrible. They showed one of the players like walk out of the locker room after warmups, and he like looked outside, and he just put his
0: head down and walked <laughs> right back to the. He was like, "God, man, that's the worst." I, I was sad to see the Niners lose, but when the all the Bears ran down to the end zone and did the slide on yeah. the bellies yeah. I was like, "That's pretty cool." They man. got distance. They got like 15 yards <laughs> of
1: slide, man. Yeah. I think they went down to five, and went through the end zone. I'm not sure they actually touched the grass. Yeah. There's so much water. It was just <laughs> Hydroplane. Yeah. That was a that was tough. Trey Lance, not a good showing. But I don't think there's gonna be a lot of quarterbacks, even elite quarterbacks are gonna have a good showing in that monsoon. It was it was rough.
2: Totally. I think that follows the week one. Don't panic and then total monsoon, throw it out at the same time. Yeah. yeah. If you're the Niners, just burn that tape, just move on. Yeah. If you're Chicago, you're pumped you beat the Niners. Hopefully at the end of the season that game won't matter. The Niners will still be good. But yeah, yeah that was that was bad. Uh, this was a fun stat. No team in the AFC South won a game, <laughs> and two of them played each other. Right? <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's great. That's cool. going to end up
1: on that like weird statistics
2: right. NFL page. Right. Colts and Texans tied. Jaguars got beat by the Commanders, and the Titans lost to the New York Giants. Yikes! Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, Carson Wentz looked awesome. Yeah. He was thrown starts with authority too like he had been doing it
2: he he looks like he has got a really good rapport with that entire receiving core and then the Giants I did like their coach I saw a post-game interview and he said he was like I you know when they were getting really close to the last touchdown he said he brought some of the defense over and he was talking to the defense and he was like some of the guys are really respect you know and he's like if we score here I want to go for two are you good with that and he said the players were like yeah nice and he was like all right and so i kind of thought that was cool uh, yeah I, uh, it yeah it Didn't, was
1: it was fun i mean that was like yes build up the drama cuz i mean we already had like two games in ot it's like yes all right here we go someone who's got some balls let's go and yeah
2: saquon looked healthy <sighs> af yeah that he was a
1: beast man he was yeah. so good that
2: even that i mean that last that final two point conversion i mean He looked first. Looked like they were going to give him the ball. Then they got it to him kind of late. And then he was definitely stuffed. And then he wasn't. I mean, there was a lot. It wasn't just like speed and you know how strong he
1: was hitting other guys, but he was cutting too. Like free injury. Like he looked so young and spry. I mean, obviously it's the first game of the year, but anyone who drafted Saquon's got to be just. Pumped to
0: have him on your squad right now. And then on the other side, uh, King Henry, you see all this stuff. It's like, man,
2: unbelievable.
0: The king and queen both die in the same week. Oh, like, whoa.
2: Whoa. I, I heard a good thing on XM on their fantasy channel today. They were calling it the, the king's dilemma. And they were saying he was something like 17 for 82, which... Like that's a good NFL day, yeah. You know, so, yeah, like you're, right. you're, that's. But it's a but, terrible Derrick Henry day. Well, yeah. he also he doesn't catch the ball at no. all. They don't even throw him a target. So, mm-hmm. eight point two from Derrick Henry. You're like, no, that's an awful day. Right. But really, it, it's just kind of the thing. If he doesn't hit the hundred and fifty yards and get yeah. in the end zone, you know, so it. I he, mean, it's still, he wasn't yeah. really that bad. I yeah. mean, eighty two yards. Totally, that's yeah. you know, that's, that's like, not bad. That's like just over five yards of carry, man. Yeah, that's it's like. like it's like you're that's not a bad game at all right but with it's the dilemma of derrick henry you get yeah. zero ppr yeah and if he doesn't get in the end zone yeah. so and uh hillard had a great game too uh Dontrell
1: hillard didn't he end up with about 15 points and standard like he oh i didn't see that yeah yeah he, had, yeah, he hit the end
2: zone he was looking good because he was getting those passes you know in the flat kind of wild so for my first time ever having Devonte adams on a team um I loved it. Kind of into it, yeah. I could imagine. Uh, 17 targets. I mean, that's on pace for 400. <laughs> He'll probably hold that pace, too. Yeah. 10 catches, 141 yards, and caught his first TD, so... Like I said, 22 TDs, let's go. Man, his footwork. Oh, they were showing like a route he
1: ran, and he is, it's just so good. It's elite. Like the way he stutter steps, the way he gets the defender in the corner, just not knowing what, where he's going to go, but he's on pace with the, uh, with the quarterback. It's so
2: much fun to watch. I saw one where he stutter stepped, faked right, went left, and the quarterback just ran so far right into the <laughs> middle of the field and he was just like oh okay yeah, great
1: i wonder how many times he like audibly laughs because of how far someone's obviously like you are look stupid on national television speaking of good wide receivers justin jefferson huh mm. yeah decent not bad i'm gonna have to uh ditto what you said about having Devontae adams the first time in it. i drafted jeffrey Je- justin jefferson in a few leagues and man he hit expectations in the first quarter yeah
2: yeah, yeah. nine of eleven 184, two touchdowns.
0: He's yeah. got a man up and get the double bonus. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like you're leaving it that short. Come on. I there was mo- I didn't want
1: to get greedy. I was watching. i like it was like 120 at halftime, and I'm like he could, hey, <laughs> he could do it. got to like 179 with like the fourth left. I'm like you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately,
2: it was too much of a blowout for them to throw it anymore. So <laughs> yeah, that was that was rough. James Robinson played, and it was a good game too. I mean, that was – did anybody expect him to do that well? No. I thought he was, you know, Sam, five, six touches. Sam, did you expect that? <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I think we everyone had, you know, Etienne so high. We thought he was going to just be the bell cow. Not bell cow, but, you know, maybe like a 70-30 or a 65-35 kind of split. And James Robinson just came out and was like, hey, don't
2: forget who was here first. Like, I'm going to show you what I can do. It yeah, great. looked explosive. I mean, was making some good runs. I mean, he's not – I guess he looked explosive for James Robinson. He's not even close to explosive like Etienne is or anything like that. But, yeah. I mean, he didn't look plotting. He looked like he was hitting the holes good and stuff like that.
1: So. Yeah, and he's also really reliable. Etienne missed an easy touchdown. Um, I think it was in one of the first drives. Lawrence hit him right in the hands, and he was at the goal line. No one around him. And I think it's just one of those – it's a t- too much of an easy pass. He just. I think he had time to think about it, and he just dropped it. And I was like – that's six, buddy. Like, and I think that's why they started like, well, let's get, you know, old reliable in there and he'll start kicking ass.
2: Yeah. J.K. Dobbins was today listed as healthy. He had a first full practice. So we'll see how that goes. See if he gets dialed up. I just read about his injury.
1: I didn't know how extensive it was. I was, cause you know, you hear about other people tearing ACLs like, man, he's kind of taking a while. It wasn't just ACL. And I must be the last one to find out about this ACL, LCL, hamstring and meniscus, like all of it just blew out. So I don't even know what those words all mean. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're acronyms for it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Loud pop. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's it's fantastic to hear that he's doing well. Because I mean, I have him in a couple of leagues and I'm
2: glad he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm excited to run him out there. I'm a little nervous this week. Yeah, I'll probably be a week late on his uh, his big week. I think the league, couple leagues, a couple dynasty leagues that I have them in. I, I have other options, so I think I'm gonna yeah wait a minute before I run them out. Yeah, yeah I agree. Sure. Being patient. Yeah. Unfortunately, lots of injuries in week one. I think the biggest one was Dak Prescott. Um, hit his hand. It looked like he hit his hand on another hand. Another not hand. Even a helmet. A aggressive high five. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> because, yeah. Like With the, on the defense. Throw. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Out, it says they originally said out six to eight weeks. Now Jerry's trying to say four weeks and they're not putting him on IR. Well, Jerry is the owner, the GM, the
0: president, the head surgeon, and physical therapist Yeah, for now the, team, the PT so. too. He so
1: and quarterback coach.
0: <laughs> yeah. Four <laughs> weeks is ambitious, man. I mean, throwing hand, you know, fractured thumb. So they're going in, they're gonna pin it, they're gonna plate it. You know, you have to squeeze, you have to be comfortable, you have to be accurate. So Four weeks, man. I don't know. That's That would be really surprising.
1: In Jerry's defense, uh, Dak was not any of those things before he hurt his hand. Uh, in that game. He was not comfortable <laughs> or accurate. He was that, not looking go, that yeah. great. So maybe he's like, let's just get him back to where he was before he hurt his hand. <laughs> we'll figure out the rest. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer, though, man, because there's a lot of fantasy implications on that team. And you kind of wanted to see you know cd lamb do we'll, well. we'll touch on that later <laughs> but yeah
0: i mean all they have to do really is just deflate the balls a little bit and he'll be able to throw no
2: problem <laughs> it's allowed It's yeah. allowed. i have so much Dak. <laughs> i have even more cd yeah chris godwin hurt his hamstring said he's likely to miss a few weeks but they're optimistic that it's not significant that's a bummer.
1: I don't understand that why sticks. they're rushing him back.
2: I I feel like they're really rushing him
1: back. And it's – hamstring injuries, from what I understand, do happen after ACL. It's common. So it's like there's not exactly a lack of targets for Tom Brady, and they just run him out there in the first game. I was kind of surprised. In some of the leagues I had him, I was like, well, I'm going to start him because he's so good. But yeah. it seems a little strange that they're – because he wasn't. They didn't think he was going to play week one. All right. So I don't know.
2: T. Higgins got a concussion. That was um tough. He was he didn't get to be there for all the yards coming back from Joe Burrow at the end and <laughs> yeah. I had him in a league and yeah, it was tough to start him and then have that happen in the game, but I heard today he passed. He didn't he's not out of concussion protocol, but he hit some big hurdles today is what I heard. That's so, good. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell, he's on IR out 2 months with a knee sprain. What is it with the Niners? I don't know, man. That is tough, though. Like,
0: how many last year? Like, just injury after injury. Was there? Maybe I'm wrong. Did they do talk about something with their turf? Like their practice turf? Matt was telling us that their turf. Yeah, Yeah, we were were bringing that up. I said that that they were going to replace it. I thought I'd heard something about that. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not. But
1: I mean, yeah. Can your knee? I mean, obviously, could he have sprained it before this game, and then like on the practice squad? Oh, sure. Because I mean, they were playing in the monsoon, so it makes sense that he'd hurt there. But. Yeah, it's crazy. They're just their starting running backs cannot stay healthy. So, yeah. Shana- the Shanahan curse. Yeah. Right.
2: Do you guys think Jeff Wilson will will be a factor? Yeah.
0: Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah, I think so.
1: And i I have some shares of Debo, and I think I I still think they're gonna feed Wilson. I think it's gonna be a Tyrion David Price as well. I think they're gonna get him out there and see what he's made of because he was a healthy scratch last uh, last week. So I think
2: they're going to get him with their healthy, maybe healthy scratch. No, but, he was a healthy scratch. Yeah, yeah they just, I don't think they felt they needed him, and then yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. now, now they um, do. But yeah, Trey Sermon probably would be helpful
1: right now as well. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's too busy <gasps> being a healthy scratch for the Eagles. <laughs> right? Wow, he doesn't know the
2: system yet. <laughs> Harrison Butker, only kicker news I'm going to give you. <laughs> out for Thursday so if you got a Thursday games coming up and you got butker
1: switch him did they get someone else because they were using um, they used like a corner to kick a field goal it was bad too and I'm not saying I could do any better because we've all seen me try we've to tried. kick <laughs> it. It not <laughs> we've tried. we We're trying to kick 25 yarders and yeah. missing by a mile but uh, they had to pick someone up that. there. I think
2: they had somebody on their practice squad or something. I saw something yeah. today that was like, yeah, they're moving so and so up or something.
0: Seems like there. usually be the punter, right? I mean, doesn't that make like the guy that would logically be the most
2: likely to do well? <laughs> I hope they went and got Rodrigo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me too.
2: I mean, yeah, you're right. The punter. But the, he also, at one point, it said the bucker was back.
1: Yeah, he was he was warming up on the side the whole time. It must be something. I just got playing. an
2: alert that he was back yeah. and then now he's out. I don't
1: know. Well, they. Handled that right. game. They didn't right. really need to worry about too much. <laughs>
2: they just wanted to bring him back because they didn't want to go for two over and over again. <laughs> yeah, <right>. all <laughs> Keenan Allen, he is also out for Thursday's game. He has a hamstring injury. I also heard they're hoping that it's not that serious or thinking it's not that serious. I think he might have, if it was a Sunday game, he might have played just Thursday. Yeah. It's just too quick. So he should be good for week three pending no setbacks. <laughs> Still no practice for George Kittle, groin injury. That's in just there we go, another Niners. Yep. Yeah, is having trouble staying healthy the last few
1: years too. He's such he's such a great tight end and on a great offense, but he's having trouble just staying healthy.
2: He's I know. Always got something going on. So good when he plays, and just can't stay healthy. Yeah. Mac Jones had a full practice today. It sounds like they were worried about a back injury, but then I heard that it was just back spasm. Well, just but back spasms, not really like a. And yeah i mean debilitating wanna... in the moment but yeah you can come back from that versus a fractured vertebrae
0: so good yeah. news he the, should be fine
1: and on the injury crawl during reds or during uh football all day sunday they're just like back problem mac Jones. everyone's like what do you wait hold on <laughs> like what do you mean did they like take him off in a cart or is he a wheelchair like what's going on it's like bat spasms he's fine he will be fine
2: then a couple that just seemed kind of precautionary. DeAndre Swift didn't practice today, said he had an ankle injury, but just sound like they were just trying to hold him out. Same with Jameis Winston. He was listed with a back injury and practiced, but at a limited basis. Doesn't seem like much there. Yep, agreed. Yeah, yep. Anything we missed injury-wise that we're forgetting, you think?
0: No, man, I think that's pretty much it. With the like, high notes there. Yeah, I mean, that's us. We included Butker. I think we got it all covered. I, know. Well, <laughs> I, had, to, I had to get Butker in there. Yeah, <laughs> <That's know>. <laughs> Scraping the bottom of the barrel there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, so this week's show is brought to you by the great people at the Commons Social Emporium. The Commons is a tap room where the patron pours their own beverage, beer, wine, cider. It is a social gathering space located just south of downtown with over 20 beers on tap and a small selection of wine. It was created as a common space to share with the community. As third and fifth generation Chico locals, they felt it was important to give back where they came from. Providing not only a recreational establishment, but a a unique experience, a social emporium. Purim with a U. <laughs> Located <laughs> at 2412 Park Avenue here in Chico, California. Check them out at thecommonschico.com. They have Instagram, they have Facebook. Check them out. The place is awesome. They've done right by us and everyone here in the community. So go give them some support. We appreciate you guys.
1: Great friend of the podcast.
2: Absolutely. Great yeah. friends of the podcast. They're great. All right, let's jump into the segment. Set it and regret it. <laughs> who hurt you this week? Who, you know, looking at your own lineups, our own personal lineups, who did you have that you played that you just damn shouldn't have? I'll I'll gladly start it off. I played Big Irv Smith. I played Big Irv Smith in a lot of places. And you know, I'm okay with him not really being that much involved, but to be just not involved at all is just so awful. Um One league I lost by three points, and it was a tight end premium league, so two catches wins it for me. A catch in 15 yards wins it for me. Anything. If he ties his shoes correctly, I think you get, like, three points in a tight end premium. (laughs) Totally. And now they're saying, they're like, he's going to be a big part of the offense, but we're just easing them into it coming off injury. And so I have them in multiple redraft leagues too. And I don't know what to do. I have a league. I have four tight ends right now because they're all stink. Yeah, that's tough. I guess the only silver lining is, you know, they
0: are saying that and the other two tight ends combined for 3.9. So it's not like they went nuts. I wanted that 3.9. I know you did. (laughs) I know you did. And I I assume you're going to get it. (laughs) Just, just not yet.
1: Game script was a little rough on that one, too. They, I mean, they had a lead so quickly. And what was it? 11 targets for Jefferson. I think Thielen had seven or eight. It it was a little game script. I'm sure he bounces back just fine. Don't worry. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate
0: it. (laughs) Joe, what did, who'd you play? Oh, the Cowboys hurt me. F in Cowboys. If you played any Cowboys, I'm sure you're bummed. I don't know what Schultz did, but Dak was awful and got hurt. CD was. I don't know whether he was awful or he was awful because of that. And then Zeke didn't do anything either. I, um, I had, unfortunately, I don't know what the hell I was doing. This is my work league, and I somehow ended up with all three of them, and they all sucked, and I hate the Cowboys. We
1: praised that, too. After you drafted that, you said, you're like, hey, what do you think, guys? And we were like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's kind of tough being on the one team, but it's high-potent. You're going to yeah, do you
0: well. You did say, then, you did say, that's a lot of Cowboys, but we love the team. Well, I, well. S-
2: <laughs> I saw a meme today that was talking about Kellen Moore, their offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. and it was talking about how last year Zeke, injured, sucked, you know, three point something yards per carry and they're just like pound the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Then this game, Dax out, Zeke's at five point three yards per carry. Sling it. Sling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I saw something that was pretty good. It was uh <laughs> the offense is doing so poorly, Mike McCarthy didn't even have a chance to mismanage the clock. <laughs> oh <laughs> nice that's so good it was weird though like we all thought you know pollard's gonna be part of that offense for sure but zeke was looking really good and they kept pulling him on third down like let's get pollard in there and then pollard wouldn't do very well and they all have off days but i mean give zeke the rock he's playing well give it to him like and it was kind of strange
2: and there was a lot of bad wide receivers on the field yeah why would you not throw the ball to pollard over and over again yeah right, right. yeah Matty, who'd you play? Uh, Darnell Mooney. I have a
1: lot of Darnell Mooney, a lot of different teams. And I kind of knew this going in. Uh, that hurricane was nuts, whatever was going through Chicago, man. And it was just pounds and pounds of water just every second falling on the uh, on the field. So I kind of knew it was a risk start him, but he's does really well, has a good rapport with field. So I thought I'd get something, but I think I got him like with a 2.7 in my big league, and it was just not great. Hopefully uh, brighter days ahead.
2: In your defense, I've been telling you Darnell Mooney sucks for like six months. <laughs> That's true. You have. <laughs> <laughs> Should have listened. <laughs> so there it is, guys. Everybody has guys that hurt them. You just, you know, need to try to play the matchups when you can, and hopefully, the shitty players don't happen to you as much as they happen to your opponents. There you go. And you guys saw the roster that um, Matthew Barry tweeted out. Oh, I did so can you find it yeah. yeah
0: oh yeah i got it right here so this this is just the ultimate nightmare so on paper you finish this draft you're pumped you're like yeah. let's go yeah championship so dak prescott Najee harris elijah mitchell <laughs> all these people we've talked about yeah. elijah mitchell alan robinson t higgins kyle pitts cd lamb the eagles d and dustin Ho- dustin hopkins yeah i think yeah, yeah I think it's Dustin. Thank you, Najee. 4.1, 2.2, 4.7, 3.9, 2.6, 5 from the defense, 6 from the kicker for a
2: total of 36.5. Yeah, Najee snuck in a little one-yard touchdown reception to save that that week. Yeah, so Najee had 10-something,
0: and the the special teams basically had 11, and the rest of the team had 15. Oh, man. And, (laughs) yeah, you feel so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Going into that
2: draft. That's a solid team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's that, that happens, him. folks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the best of us. Just remember, it's week one. Don't overreact. Or... Let's do it. <laughs> should we? <laughs> Let's get into our six-pack of the week. We are basically... We each picked a couple guys that we thought had kind of a surprisingly good week or maybe a surprisingly bad week. And we're just going to kind of go through and... Let you know. Do we think it's going to continue, or do we think they're going to get back to what they regular do, or, or vice versa? Uh, Joe, you want to start us off with your, your first
0: guy? Absolutely. The hype train is off the tracks. You can stop it all now. Damian Pierce is a bust. He's not going to do anything for anyone this year. He is not worth maybe a waiver wire pickup, but no more than four fantasy fantasy bucks. Bust. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Burkhead looked good. He looked really good. (laughs) I mean, he Burkhead's the guy that if you need two yards, he's going to give you four. If you need six yards, he's going to give you four. (laughs) Um, But he's also reliable. You know, I mean, he he catches the ball, he runs the ball. I don't know. I don't know. Is yeah. it a- <laughs>
1: They were, and they were focusing. They made plays for him too. They were like, we are getting him the ball and you know, passing downs, whatever he was getting the rock. So it is interesting.
0: I, yeah. Is that an
2: overreaction fellas? I think the bust is an overreaction. Okay. I think I would definitely still want him on my team. I think the, when, as it moves along, he'll get the rock more. Burkhead will get hurt. Okay. You know, okay. I, I think that, But, like, I think we go back to what you said weeks ago. The best player on Houston's offense is that still, right? you know, good. I just, I would love to have him as my running back four, you know, by fill in flex. Maybe if somebody gets hurt, he's a RB three, but I'm not pumped at all if you have him as your RB two. Yeah, I'd be a
1: little worried. And most people did draft him as, like, an RB, too. And, like, redraft, they were kind of focused on him. He, The hype was huge. So Big if you have the roster space, stash him and just wait on it, you know, wait for him to, you know, show his worth. But, yeah, he's not what you thought he was when you drafted him. I mean, that was... It was a very, it felt like not superficial, but it was so hyped and so quickly snowballed. And everyone's like, well, should I be excited? I'm kind of excited. Everyone's excited. Let's draft him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably sitting there going, he's like, you guys shouldn't draft me this time. <laughs> like, I'm not going to
2: get it that much. I just think it completely goes back to Houston's offense. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, it's yeah I agree it's with both r- you guys. It was risky. fun to go
0: like wild and say all that stuff. But yeah, no, I agree with yeah. you. And um, 14-11 was the touch. 14 for Burkhead, 11 for Pierce, if that shifts at all in. Burkhead injury is totally a likelihood or possible. So, yeah.
1: Damn.
2: Who do you got, Maddie? What's your first one?
1: All right. Darnell Mooney. He is getting no looks from Justin Fields. He got one reception. Equiminius. St. Brown looked amazing. Is Darnell Mooney going to bounce back or is he kind of the RB or is he a wide receiver too over in Chicago now?
2: <laughs> I stand by my last statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah.
0: go ahead yeah no i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna say no i don't think he bounces back i think he'll be very mediocre all year as will Equinemus saint brown i i don't think i don't know what the hell the packers were doing but last year they were absolute trash against the saints and ended up being pretty good so i think that was a bit of an aberration of a game um all around but i think that's kind of what the bears are going to be
1: yeah, I think he I think he, re, he regains and gets a little bit more traction. Uh, like we said, the playing conditions were not premium there in Chicago. I think uh, him and Fields will figure it out a little bit. But it wasn't – that game was close, and they weren't looking his way too much. Uh, I don't know what the coverage looked like, so it's a little interesting. It's a little worrisome, uh, especially over here he was going with his ADP. Uh, but hopefully we'll see what ha-
2: happens. I think he bounced back a little bit, but he's not what we thought he was. Yeah, I think he's obviously – you know, going to be a a wide receiver two at the end of the year, but I think he's going to be a low end wide receiver two, twenty three, twenty four, 23, 24 or something like that, but they don't have anybody else. So he's definitely going to catch the ball. I think he'll be usable. I just think the hype on him is too much and people are wanting to, Oh, he's my wide receiver one. Like, "Mm yeah, that's (laughs) (laughs) not. And I think, I think Cole Komet will become a bigger factor there. He had a horrible game one, and I think he'll he'll bounce back and, and be good too. So I think Mooney will will end up being useful, but not at his hype level. Yeah, I
1: mean, I am curious to see what offense that offense does in a, you know a indoor game or just a game with nice conditions because, yeah, the, the throwing was not going to happen in that game, not yeah, nearly as much. Right. I mean, Equimenius caught a ball that was about 12 yards past the line of scrimmage and ran it in for another
2: 20, so right. it went, no deep passes in that game. My number one guy, Curtis Samuel. This mother effer. <laughs> 11 targets.
1: It's that Curtis Samuel? It's the same one we've
2: same Eight one. catches, four <laughs> rushing attempts, 17 yards, 4.25 yards per carry, and he caught a touchdown. This guy is their offense. Overreaction? <laughs> He's kind
1: of the wish.com version of like Debo. Debo yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, Read my mind there. But, but you know what? I'm in. I think he's going to kick ass this year. I think scary. Terry is going to be their wide receiver. They want to go to, but they're going to, he's going to be the little gadget guy. And obviously it worked. I mean, Carson Wentz likes him as that, you know, kind of that player. So I, I'm kind of all in. I want to see what happens here.
0: I think he's going to do well this year. Yeah. This one, this one is tough for me because I totally am like, yeah, like they're going to use him all over the field. It's going to be great. I, but then Robinson's going to come back at some point. They still have McKissick. They still have Gibson. They got Dotson. They got McLaurin. And so the commanders are like a sneaky, like potent offense. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit off the hype train. I don't think that's going to be repeatable very often, but I do think he'll be one of the guys that has, you know, some big games and like the script calls for some funky stuff. He'll do it, but I don't see it being super consistent.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, there's going to be games like this and then there'll be games where he's almost non-existent. When he was traded, I don't know if he was traded or if he signed with the commanders, but when he came over from Carolina, they were talking about using him everywhere, using him like this. I mean, just they were talking about we're going to give him the ball X amount of times. He's going to rush it. He's going to catch it. He's going to do everything. And then exactly what you just said, they now have a bunch of guys that are really good. And when they brought him over, they didn't. So, you know, I think that this is the way Rivera wanted to use him a year and a half ago and kind of did it a little bit. But I think, yeah, there's there's too many guys. Mm -hmm. All right, Joe, who else you got? All right, next (laughs) up,
0: Patty Mahomes. The demise of the Chiefs is greatly exaggerated. He is the front runner, the favorite for MVP.
1: After that first game, yeah. He's man. He's out there to prove something too. And he just looked fantastic. That offense looked great. Like Tyree Ku at this point. Right. Um, I, he just looked great. I, I can't say anything bad about it. Even the passes that weren't complete. It is either he threw it on bounds on purpose or, you know, it wasn't his fault. I he's trying to prove something this year.
2: Yeah. I love him. I think he's so great in fantasy. I hope that this stays true. I hope that he keeps the MVP pace, but he's down a pretty big weapon. I mean, losing Tyreek, that is going to be hard. I don't know if any of the guys are going to step up as much as he needs for him to continue this pace, but Jesus, Kelsey? I mean, how many how many yards is that guy going to end up with this year? <laughs> he, I also think he's going to try and shatter some records. <laughs> I heard a it was a bold prediction show from the Dynasty nerds, and they were getting pretty bold and spicy, but they were saying that, Travis Kelsey is going to be the wide receiver one this year. Whoa. And to do that's pretty insane if you think about the numbers that Cup had last year or what, you know, JJ's done the last couple years. But I mean, he's probably going to be like a top, what, eight wide receiver? I yeah, mean, he's it's, it's
1: not. It, yeah. It, he's just looked great. Like that whole offense, like I said, it didn't even seem like they missed someone like Tyreek's caliber out of that offense. It looked like they just kept
0: on clicking right away yeah completed to 10 different receivers oh, jesus that's that's something that, yeah, that, yeah
2: yeah that's good i didn't even know they had 10 different
0: receivers. <laughs> I, correction I, nine there was one, one jay watson got a
2: target but didn't didn't bring it in <laughs> justin watson he was uh he was a hype thing for tampa bay a couple years ago
1: yeah
2: I mean,
0: huh, okay.
1: I mean, I think we both. I mean, did, didn't you guys catch a pass in that game from him? <laughs> I uh, did. Yeah, I was, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Carson Wentz, 313 passing yards, four passing touchdowns. He ha- did have two picks, but he also got a two point conversion. Is this the Carson Wentz of old? Is this the guy we've been waiting for to finally show up in an offense? Is he going to do well this year? What are you guys thinking?
2: I think so. I like Carson Wentz. I think that he just sometimes gets puts too much pressure. I don't know if he puts the pressure on or sometimes I feel like he has too much pressure on him and he just fails. And when he can just kind of go out and do it and there's not much expected of him, I think he succeeds. And I feel like this year he's kind of like, well, we're not supposed to be a very good team. I do have weapons. I'll just go sling it and see what happens. And I mean, even last year when he was really down and you know, nobody, everyone thought he was terrible. His touchdown to interception rate wasn't that bad. He didn't throw that many interceptions. Um, he didn't throw a lot of good balls either, but yeah. <laughs> I just think he'll play a little looser this year. I think he'll be all right. I don't think he'll be three 13, four touchdowns even close to that every week, but I think he'll end up being a serviceable quarterback, especially in the I love that analysis. I think
0: that's great. Cause yeah, I've, I've, been in his corner for a while thinking, no, he's, he's going to do well. And it just, it never quite happened. And I, I didn't really understand. I think that's maybe a pretty good uh, assessment of what's been going on. And we just got done talking about, I mean, he's got gadget guys. He's got backs receivers. He's got, he's got the tools now. And you know, maybe this is just the, the scenario maybe Rivera and his, his quarterbacks coach, it's going to all kind of click and he'll do well. I, I hope so. I I'm not going crazy on him, but um, yeah. Wide receiver one. Yeah or sorry wow he's you never he know, was, man. like i said he was guy that guys. good he, he got, was that good <laughs> got gadget Kurt, curtis
1: samuel <laughs> threw a couple to him um i am i i think he's gonna do great this year i'm all on the hype train for him on that same note though when i see him and he's like available in the league i'm still kind of like eh. <laughs> i'm not starting him yet he had a great fantasy day um I do want to see where it progresses to, but I think you're right. I You kind of hit the uh, nail on the head on that. I think he is a little bit more like, you guys aren't supposed to be good. And he's like, oh, we're not. Okay, cool. Like when he was on the Eagles, they weren't supposed to be right, good. They right. were. I think it's like that underdog mentality of like, there isn't that pressure. When he showed up in Indy, they were like, okay, man, like you better do this. And he had weapons there too. I mean, he had Jonathan Taylor, he had Pittman. I mean, Pittman still had a great year, but I think you're right. I think he shows up in Washington. And it's like. How, well, how you guys been doing? They're like, No, we've been getting our asses kicked for the last like <laughs> decade. And it's like, Cool, man, let's have some fun. <laughs> like right. and I think that's it. I think he's having fun out there.
2: Yeah. Well, last year when he showed up, I mean the whole offseason talk was he was getting back with Reich, who, you know, made him the MVP candidate that year with the Eagles. And so here we go. He's gonna be an M V P candidate again. He's gonna lead them to the Super Bowl and he didn't do it. I think we'll see how this year goes.
1: Yeah, it should be fun.
2: What do you got, Nick? All right, Najee Harris. 10 rushes, 23 yards, 2.3 yards per carry. He had two catches for two yards. Last year he had like 79 catches. This year, two catches. And then, as we mentioned, he caught a one-yard touchdown to kind of save his day. But, I mean, he's he's not good. <laughs> Overreaction?
0: Well, uh, I was sitting there nodding my head, and I was like, what? Najee <laughs> um, Harris,
1: bad at football. <laughs>
0: Still good. <laughs> still very good. Um I think th- I think the thing that's working against him here is that they used him so sparingly and won the friggin' game. So they're gonna be like, look at this. We can save this guy, we can roll him out slow and we can be okay. Um that may change if they get behind, but um I I I don't think he will have anywhere near as good of a year as he did last year, um but he's still RB1. Yeah, I'm
1: a I think he's going to do well. Uh, he's still fighting off. He's still not 100%, what they were saying. His ankle's still not, or his foot's not great. Um, but if I have some shares of him, I do raise an eyebrow at it. I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. But Najee is Najee, and I think he will bounce back,
2: but it is something to monitor if he's on your team. He's clearly good. and <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you just said. The volume, <laughs> The volume alone is going to get him up. To RB11, RB12, something like that. So they're going to give him the volume. I think so. Okay. Because they have nothing else to do because their quarterback's not good. Their offensive line is garbage. I mean, it's really bad. That works against him. And then last year, Big Ben just threw him the ball every time he needed anything. He was just throwing it to Najee. That's not going to happen this year. He had 70 some odd catches. That's not going to happen. If he gets in the 40, I'd be surprised. So he's definitely still good at football, but you're going to have games like this with him, and I think overall he's not going to finish as high as you'd hoped when you drafted him. Yeah. All right, just jumping into some Week 2 matchups. We kind of took turns picking picking teams and players that we think have – a good matchup or a better matchup. I mean, some of these guys you're going to play every week as well, you know, anyways, but I'll just start it off. My first matchup, I think the Cleveland running backs against the Jets. I think that's a great thing. You're always going to start Nick Chubb. More than likely, you're going to start Kareem Hunt too, but, you know, that can get iffy. I think this week, definitely, they're both going to eat. I actually have a league that I should have them both. I'm starting them both in the same lineup, and I'm going to be pretty confident with that, running those guys out there. I did the same thing in a, a league last week. I has had them both, and I was just like, okay, yeah,
1: throw them in there, and they, ooh, they did well. Yeah, Matt, who do you got? Who are you thinking? Eckler against the Chiefs, Thursday night football. It's, I think he's going to do really well. Obviously, you're starting him. He probably went in your first round, and you need him to do well. He was kind of boring week one, but with Keenan Allen out, right, national right. stage, uh, you know they want to win this game. They want to take down the Chiefs that handily won the week one. Uh, you got to love this matchup. I think he's going to do really well. He's going to get a lot of passing attempts, too. It's going to be great. Joe, what do you got?
0: Yeah, I have uh, have Saquon. There was all the talk. Is he going to be back? He really showed like he potentially could be back, and I think he does the exact same thing again against the Panthers. Nick mentioned Chubb and Hunt. You know, those guys just gashed the hell out of the Panthers. Um, I think Saquon does the same thing, receiving and rushing. So Saquon, obviously, you're going to start him no matter what, but get excited. He could
2: put up a 40-burger. I hope so. That'd be amazing. Love those numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Antonio Gibson versus the Lions. We were just talking about all Washington's, you know, all their tools that they have and all the guys. But I think Antonio Gibson versus the Lions. The Lions gave up four rushing touchdowns in week one. And I think they're just going to... Continue to feed Antonio Gibson. They were using him. They were passing him the ball. They were, you know, handing the ball off. And I think that he's going to be able to um, have a good day and get a touchdown or two. I think by my mic or my
0: uh, ears cut out there. You said Curtis Samuel. Is that, <laughs> that?
2: we can start them both? Okay, you know okay. I mean? they're, they're both. It's I a Chubb and Hush. If they're giving up <laughs> four, if they're giving up four rushing touchdowns, we'll go two to Gibson and we'll we'll go two to Samuel. Okay, we'll good. there we go.
1: There it is. <laughs> I got a uh, AJ Brown against Vikings Monday night. Uh, I think that is going to be a shootout. I don't think defense are really going to matter too much. And but I do believe that the Eagles are going to be down a little bit, especially with the Vikings offense. AJ Brown had 10 receptions last week. He has a good rapport with hurts right out of the gate. I think they're going to link up quite a bit on uh, Monday night football. Yeah. He can't let JJ outshine him. He's like, hang on, <laughs> hold on All a right. second. <laughs> That's imagine, imagine, gotta- imagine having both of them on the same team and just running
0: them out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. And then my other one, um, I have Derek Carr, Devonta Adams, and Hunter Renfro. Um, I think all of those guys can go out there. They're going up against the Cardinals. Um, Cardinals got demolished by Mahomes and his newish receiving core. So I think Carr and Adams, who already are showing that they can do it big time. Renfro is kind of quiet. I don't expect that to continue. I think teams are going to... he even more on Adams like oh damn okay this is a real connection it's not just Rogers to Adams Carr and Adams can do this too so I think they'll still eat and Renfro will get his in a much bigger way than he did last week nom
2: nom, nom. yep yeah. lots of points to be had <laughs> all right guys drunken trade of the week brought to you by at bad fantasy football trades on Facebook and this is a doozy here but then there's also some stuff at the end that I'm excited to talk about because I'm, I'm very familiar with this league. I'm not in it, but I'm familiar with it. So this trade was um, a guy was offering my friend Michael Thomas. He was getting Michael Thomas, who just came back from injury, had a great game, scored two touchdowns. And in return, he just has to give up Michael Carter, a 23 first, and a 23 second.
1: Oof. <laughs> Michael I mean, Carter, who also had a pretty decent game. Right, <laughs> right.
2: Who is the running back 1B at worst, 1A at best. Yep. And Michael Thomas is only 29. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some time. He's got plenty of time. Um, I mean, that's just awful to go. I think Michael Carter for Michael Thomas, straight up, I think... A little bit more. A little bit more, but I, I still that's tough in a dynasty league. But then a first and a second, that just blows my mind. Yeah, asking and a first. lot, especially in a great
1: class, too. Next year is going to be so terrific, or, you know, round one, round two. That's tough. So, I also think
0: I, I, I'm not in on Michael Carter by any stretch of the imagination. I think he's on borrowed time with Brees Hall waiting in the wings. On, again, not a very good team. Um, I don't think games like Michael Carter had in week one are going to continue. Just. Saying, if hot you can take. sell Mike Cart, Michael Carter, right now, I would do it. Okay, all right. That being said, this is still a bad trade. The rest would <laughs> still I wouldn't give up a really first yeah, and a yeah, second. So that's Michael yeah. yeah. Thomas.
2: But just that's that's just my t- hot take, real quick, on Michael Carter. <laughs> so the part that really made me laugh the most is a guy posts and says, "Thompson at it again." Just knowing that he's in this league, and just without e- even being posted, who sent this trade out? A guy automatically knew who the person was. Oh man. And, and then the person that received the trade was like the feeling when you know the manager by how absurd their trade proposal is. <laughs> Good <laughs> Lord. I I'm not in that league, but I get a lot of information about that league, especially a lot of those those trade offers that happen from this gentleman. And that's about what they all are. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's You got to have that wild card in the league though, right? Send those (laughs) random trades that are just,
2: uh, okay. (laughs) That went through your head. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, remember unflex them, uh, Thursday night game tomorrow, make sure you move your players out of your flex spots, move them to their RB or wide receiver or tight end spot. You never want to get stuck on Sunday with an injury that happened to a wide receiver, but you played a wide receiver in your flex spot and now you can't just move anybody in there. So, Trust me, it gives you a lot of flexibility later to, to move your guys. That being said, I think we're about finished, yeah? Absolutely. That's it for me. Anything Man, else a, before we
1: get out of here? I hope week two is just as much fun as week one. That's going to be hard to live up to.
2: I can't wait to just sit and watch Red Zone all day. <laughs> I did not get to do that this Sunday. I was on a bar crawl and so, um, sounds rough. had a good time but didn't get to watch enough football, so I'm excited <laughs> to,
1: to do that. That's why we need the Google Glass. We need to have the red zone in the IP.
0: while In the Walking
2: around <laughs> so you can do your bar crawl. roll. You can still tee off with that going on, can I? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think so. I did see a thing that was like golf courses should have red zone in the golf course. Oh, my God. And how many more people they would get out on Sundays if they did that. A nice little eight-hour round. Stand I mean, by it. <laughs> I mean, we just kind of avoided the tee time on a Sunday,
1: and I'm not going to say yes or no because it was football, but
2: yeah, <laughs> it was it, probably a
1: factor. It was a factor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It was fun. Cheers. Tip your bartender. Happy old. See you guys next week.